The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. Maybe they already have. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from. Kia ora e it's Jane here. I'm on my own. I'm actually not even here. Let's be real. I'm on holiday. So are Alex and Duncan. We will be back. We will be back shortly. But in the meantime, we're posting some of our favourite episodes of The Real Pod from 2021. And oh my goodness, I mean really, oh my goodness. OMG Ness, Vanessa Goodson, winner of The Apprentice Aotearoa. She joined us in the studio. It was a heck of a time. It was a lifestyle. Uh, And so this episode is us with Ness and also uh, us talking about going along to The Apprentice Aotearoa rap party, which was really, really something. Hope you enjoy it. Can't wait to be in your ears properly again soon. Welcome to a very special edition of The Real Pod. My name's Janie. I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve as always. And We're a lifestyle? We are like not a good lifestyle. <laughs> no, no. We are the way lifestyle. we were living last night was not right. Rubbing. It was peak Real Pod lifestyle. <laughs> it was. It was so cold. <laughs> okay, let's give some context. No, I don't want to. <laughs> last night, as a team, for the first time in an extremely long time, we, yes. all, we all got into my mum wagon and we headed to Albany Game Over, which was is a go-kart venue, basically, mm-hmm. um, for the cast-organised finale viewing party for The Apprentice Aotearoa. Mike reached out, Mike with the beard, the auctioneer, reached out and was like, hey, we're having a party tonight, come along. We were like, oh, okay. And, and we found ourselves in this extremely strange situation, and it was amazing. We just found ourselves. We did find ourselves, <laughs> it's true. We're new people today. Um, we, I, I covered. It, I, I basically didn't see a single second of the show because I was so busy running around being Stephen with the, with my camera, just getting all the angles and all the shots for Instagram. So, go to the Spinoff Podcast Network Instagram page if you want to catch all the action from last night or some of it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not all of it. Uh, and uh, I'll save it to a highlight too, so it's there oh. for eternity. It's an important film. <laughs> it's a moment I've submitted it to Khan. Yeah. <laughs> but just in this giant freezing cold go-kart slash arcade, which we found out because we were kind of late-ish. Yep. The arcade was free. The oh. whole thing was organised, project managed by Ness. 
the winner and yeah. kind of Kennedy as what do they call him? Sub sub <laughs> <laughs> So there was balloons, there was a lot of crackling, like more pork crackling than I was anticipating. Oh yeah, I have uh, to, we we have to do a shout out because yeah. Duncan basically uh, wanted to hit the booze, but there was no bar available. But they were like doing samples and then selling some booze. Is that right? No, no, they weren't selling it. Oh. I was like, I need to. I would love to buy a bottle of your booze. And I was like, no, no, we, we can't do that. But then she was like, well, I, I actually technically do have my manager's license. But they wouldn't accept a dollar from us. So I think it's called Rhino. They're Rhino Wines. They're um, from South Africa. They're vegan. They're organic. They're a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So they've, they're this business and they've got these these Rhino Wines. And they also do this like very bougie. So I'm just stealing all of Mrs. catchphrases because I'm just basically trying to become a Seems appropriate. Uh, pork crackling, which also endorsed, if you don't believe us, which, you know, you, you, you probably do. You shouldn't. Uh, Sam Wallace from Coast, he loves it. He just endorsed it off his own bat. Uh, I don't know what that's called, but I'm sure it has a name. Now, what you just heard there was Duncan doing a plug so that we could get some wine last night. Yeah, mm. got two bots on got, the handshake. We got two bots on the handshake. It all went completely pear-shaped when we opened the first bottle, had a tipple, and then... Uh, Tony! Tony, God, Tony was on it. He was having a good old night. Tony knows about us, which is frightening. He knows that we call him Trevor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and, think, and also trends at times. And also trends at times, and kind of, I guess, is some, some kind of revenge did an absolute grift on Duncan and was like, hey, man, can I just like, can I just have this bottle of wine? I'll bring it back in the next ad break and I'll bring you a bottle opener for your other one too. Never saw him again. Never saw him again until and after I the went, episode. I went to hunt him during the, the second ad break following that and he just, he looked at me and was like, and he held up the empty bottle and was like, oh, as soon as I brought it down, everyone wanted some. And, I, and he gave me this, like, I, it reminded me, I went back to being 11 years old. <laughs> Going down to the, you know, what are now the event cinemas new market, this dude um, came up to me and he was like, hey man, can I borrow $5? And I was like, I feel like you're my bully and you're not going to give it back, but I also just really want to be liked by you. And I gave him the $5 and, and he said, no, I'm definitely going to give it back. And then next day at school he was like, I'm not giving you that $5 back, you <laughs> idiot. Don't you understand how this works? And that was the look. I hadn't seen that look in like 30 years. And then um, Tony gave it to me like, Come on, man, you know how this works. The I'm best bit star. is I, I, I followed with a camera on this. So, again, that's that's in the highlights oh, from last I'm night sweating. on Instagram. There was actually, if you watch it back, it almost looks like Tony completely doesn't know who you are. <laughs> it's like he's never seen you before. And he's like, who are you? What do you want? It's crazed, man. <laughs> but, it, but it ended with a lovely head. Head scratch. I don't know if you clocked that as it happened. Yeah, he gave you a lovely head scratch, and he also gave you a kiss at the end of the night. Did he? Yeah, I got that on camera too. (laughs) Meanwhile, I got. I said as a joke, "Great to see you, Trevor," (laughs) and he said, "Get in the bin, (laughs) bitch." (laughs) In a jokey, kind of jovial, kind of matesy way. Yeah, but also a little edge. I mean, I do um, feel like he probably is not remembering any of it this morning. No, he definitely, it was a night to celebrate. He told everyone, yeah, he said get in the bin a couple of times. He also sort of teased that he might be on another reality television production in a different country, potentially one that we've got a kind of quite a, a rickety old bubble with. So yes. Tony, mm. You haven't seen the last of Tony or Trevor or Trent. For that what we can tell you is it's not The Bachelor, it's not Married at First Sight, and it's not Deal or No Deal. And it's probably not Celebrity Big Brother or no. um, Celebrity Getting mm. Out of Or here. Who Dares Wins. Which, <laughs> he, he, which, he which is a hot reference of. that Duncan dropped. <laughs> Why did I do that? I had a real shame, like a profound shame attack after saying that. Have you guys watched any of the, the Insta coverage from the contestants of last night? 
No. Okay. So when we got there, as Alex mentioned, slightly late, we didn't realise that all the food and good stuff was up on the mezzanine. And by the time we got up there, it had been... Ravaged. Absolutely ravaged. I mean, there were were scraps and crumbs and half-eaten things. And (laughs) I covered that on the Instagram... And it made it Sorry. look like maybe not so cool. But when you look at the contestants' coverage from when they first arrived, it was actually like there was some amazing food and treats, and we duffed it so bad. <laughs> We're real potted it. We totally real We're a verb. It. The bleakness of us like rifling through the platters, like picking up a sticky lollipop that's like stuck on the tablecloth was a horror. We so did good. get some nice branded OMG Nest cookies, though, yeah. which I believe Duncan has I kept one, kept one for, for the, the real museum. pod museum. Also, you got to try Stephen's now rebranded Rude Health Coffee. The Rude Coffee. So he was running like a customer survey upstairs as well where he had two, um, the A and the B. I don't know what the difference was. Didn't read the materials and there was no water left. So Duncan and I just kind of gummed it, (laughs) rubbed the coffee on our gums and then just kind of walked around with brown teeth probably. (laughs) To be clear, that was your bad idea. I stand by it. <laughs> we are so bad at our jobs. You no, know, we just we are extremely bad, and we we are cornies and we're sorry in uh, some. But correct. I, I can't stress enough how wild it is that Ness and Stephen did not know who mm. won. Oh my god! And like, I don't think I'll be able to think about Stephen in that moment without welling up. Like I. Maybe he didn't want it, but he seemed to want it. Like I gave him like quite an intense pep talk afterwards because the guy was ashen. He was done. Yeah, he wasn't even in that position where he was like, okay, if I lose, I'm going to put on a break. Maybe he planned to, but then when it actually hit, he. I mean, we got the moment again on the Insta stories. We got the moment where it was announced, uh, and the room erupted and everyone piled on Ness and Stephen's just sitting there next to her, and there's just like maybe two or three seconds where he completely just completely disappears into himself. No one is around him or... It, 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 and it's just, it's actually really hard to watch. Mm. It was, mm. it was, it was definitely a bittersweet night. Yeah. Yeah. No. He did speak very well afterwards, though, and did emphasise pre-ordering, pre-order rude coffee if you want to support Stephen. He basically said pre-order rude coffee or I'm going out of business. I'm going to pre-order like a lot of rude coffee. I believe in it as a product. I think it's a product for me. I can feel right now, I'm four coffees deep. I'm peaking. I know what's coming. It's not going to be good. (laughs) I need some Athenium and some MCL oil just to chill me out a bit. I have a question. Re, rude coffee. Does the nootropic element prevent coffee poos? Does anyone know? Does it help with that? There's questions for Stephen, the scientist. (laughs) I just feel like that would be a really good selling point. Well, I don't think that's possible. I mean, I'm not a scientist, <laughs> but I'm going to say right now, impossible. We should probably talk Impossible. about... Impossible. <laughs> Sorry. No. I want to cry. <laughs> I regret everything that I've said my whole life. <laughs> Why stop At now? At least no one's recording it. <laughs> so, talk about the show, because okay. I didn't really see it. So I, I, you know. no, None of us did, but I got up and watched it again this morning. It's, it's a cracking final episode. Like, it really, they, they, they stuck the landing on this, what I think we were discussing last night. We'd need to do some proper research and science, but I think it might be. It's definitely a contender for best season of reality TV in New Zealand history. Uh, and what they did was they managed that, like, pivot from it's really funny at the start, and they introduced a few kind of more emotive elements, and they still had that thread of humour in the final episode. But by the end, they were 
pulling in these huge swelling strings and I was like feeling it. Like Stephen wept, like they were crying almost constantly in that final episode. You're like, yeah, fair play. This is a very emotional scenes. When you messaged us this morning, like, I just watched it and I wept when Stephen cried. I, I went in and just watched that bit where he talked about coming from South Invercargill and I teared up also, even without all the build up, just that in, in isolation, that 10 seconds. And well, the suit, the friend's suit. I know, the friend's suit. And they're like, uh, you know, the, the youngest mother, mother, you know, single mum. Youngest of four. Youngest of four. Never had a mentor. I felt like you could, he was just, he was truly burying his soul. And you're like, there's actually like thousands of New Zealanders out there like that who are on social media trying to be something. And for him to sort of reveal like what, you know, his, his inner anxieties and pains, it was like, it was pain and it was so beautiful. And that's why I think that moment, because they, they both deserve to win. You know, they kind of all did. I mean, it's, it's a very corny thing to say, but they, like, that, that I think that he felt in that moment with, with Ness out there shining, like, like, like that was it for him. And I just, uh, that's the thing I was trying to say to him, because I was like, it just isn't. Like, he's, he, his business is, it's a good business. He's a great pitch man. I just loved the little dude and it was very sad. Um, look, and as we mentioned last night to, I don't know who it was, one of, Steve, <laughs> oh, no. one, of, one of Stephen's mates. Oh, yeah. We got into a conversation with one of Stephen's mates. And we were talking about the fact that, I mean, we obviously wish Ness every success. We'll be talking to her on the podcast real, real soon. We wish her every success. We know she's going to fly. But also, look at, like, do you remember the, the dance crew that won Britain's Got Talent? Or do you remember Susan Boyle, who came second? <laughs> That's a great point. You know? That's right. There yeah. I do remember this Stephen, conversation. you are Susan <laughs> There are definitely a bunch of second place getters who, uh, who uh, Benny, Benny Tippany, I don't even think, got second. He got a co-cat. I think he got, got third, you know, yeah. And the old skinny love, I can't even remember her name. Jackie Thomas. That one. Mm. Oh, Tom Batchelor. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> it was crazy to be in the room with the people on the show and they see this play out, and then it kind of, the episode ends pretty abruptly after that. There's sort of some stock image of the Sky Tower, the credits roll, and then it's straight into Coro. And so the room just like plunges straight into the Coro theme song. And then someone's they turn it off, and then it's silent, And right? then it was silent. And someone's life's just changed dramatically for the better. Someone's left there, you know, with their dreams shattered. In a go-kart, <laughs> like a fridge. go-kart fridge in Albany with a Sasquatch. It was the most surreal, crazy thing. It's and just that it's pod. like, it's over now. It's over. And I'm so upset. I'm so upset. And I just think it'll live on. This is, okay, the best best read on it is that unlike every other show where it's like, well, maybe there'll be an Instagram couple for 10 minutes, this one is like, they're all going to be out in the world doing the thing that they were trying to do on screen. Their businesses are real. Like I was trying to order the products. Like we've got to order the products. Like we've got to be there for sales. <laughs> I was. I'd had a couple of wines. But you know, like it's it's just like this. This is the metaverse. Like they were on on TV. Then they were in the studio. Now they have to go and build these things. And I think follow. Like for me, that's really exciting. This idea that they'll we can kind of check in on their journey. So the apprentice is out. The apprentice Aotearoa is over. But now the real game begins. Thanks for keeping the dream alive, Duncan. I'm this just, is, this why is positive you're, self-talk. This is why you're a successful businessman. Um, I think we could contra with Ness. Okay, we definitely want some corn-themed decorations. Okay, she says it, it can be done, right? A very corny Christmas. Balloon. Very corny Christmas. Oh, she, her, her website needs a little subedit. 
Yeah, we got people who can do that. If we could do some sabotaging, she gives us some balloons. It's a happy marriage. It is a very happy marriage. Also, just another thing from the show, um, the, 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 which I totally blanked on at the time because all basically any of the exterior shots were just not, the sound wasn't good enough in that giant go-kart arena for you to hear what was going on, so you could only hear that in the studio. But when they talked to, there were two things that were just so funny when they were doing out there like um, research in Vic, in Vic Park. The the fun the for 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 rude coffee, which is at the time called no. new, new coffee, realizing that everyone was reading it as no coffee, was just so funny, just so <laughs> unbelievably funny. Like I, I, it kind of broke me. And then they they stopped these two women with um, strollers, and they're like, hey, well, what do you think of this this product? And she, she this woman just looks and goes. That looks kind of like an adult website. And as soon as you say it, you can't unsee it. Everything about it just screams peaches and cream out the back of it. God, it was a good episode. Out the back of it, you say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Rude pod. Rude pod. This is the, truly the rude pod. It really is. Um, <gasps> Sponsor? Sponsorship? Contra? I mean, Please show I, us I, rude. I don't know. <laughs> I think he. I think he might need sponsorship. Yeah, gonna, maybe we could. Should we sponsor? Is that a thing that I don't know? I we don't. don't know we don't have how that works. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't got any money ourselves. What are you talking about? Twenty five dollars for ten sachets. That could keep us going for a while. Mm. Like three pods. We've got to spend money on nootropic coffee to make money. I think that's how business works. Okay, and we obviously have the tagline already. Rude. I'll show you rude. That yeah. might have been copyrighted. Well, if not, we'll just quickly whack one down. Copyright, the real world. <laughs> whack one down. Whack one down. <laughs> Rude. 2021. Uh, okay, we're going to talk to Ness. Ness is, is here. We've had word from the outside that she's here. She's waiting to come in and talk to us. So uh, the winner of The Apprentice Aotearoa for 2021 is about to grace us with her presence. Let's not fuck it up, guys, okay? We on. When you choose to invest, your money has power. Avoiding companies that finance weapons production or ignore climate change is important. But impact investing goes beyond just avoiding harmful behaviours. It's an opportunity to invest in companies that are actually improving the world. Invest in a better future with the Harbour Sustainable Impact Fund. Grow your wealth and make a positive impact on the world. This is not personalised advice, a disclaimer, and the product disclosure statement for Harbour Investment Funds, issued by Harbour Asset Management, is available at harbourasset.co.nz. Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. With the help of scientists from New Zealand's McDiamond Institute, we'll look at all your favourite science fiction characters, from Wolverine to Rumpelstiltskin, Doctor Who to Luke Skywalker. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from. Kia ora, Ness. Kia ora. Congratulations. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. Hey. You're speaking to the uh, Apprentice Aotearoa. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. We'll talk about your journey in just a sec, but first of all, can we just talk about last night? I know. It was so good to see you guys. I I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, where are they? The spin-off team. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing that moment. Like, I'm still vibing of, yeah, last night and... The energy and the, the team, my family, friends, and yeah, it just was such an show. intense moment, right? Like, yeah. especially because like 
to be sitting alongside Sam, you didn't know, right? Yeah. That just having your lives kind of sliding doors change in that moment. And you guys literally, kept, I've, I've seen your um, video on Instagram. You guys captured it. You captured that moment. And yeah. I was like, whoa, we got it on camera. Like, well, it was real. Like, that was intense. Like, it was beautiful. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like not enough people realise that you found out at the same time as the rest of the nation. Yep. Mm. And people will be like, how is that? happened when obviously there was a, you know, shot you winning. They recorded two endings, which is quite a common thing to do in reality TV competitions. Yeah, I, I totally get it now. Like, it was, yeah, to save the show, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't know, because honestly, I, if that was on me and I accidentally told someone, oh, it's over. It's the tape. <laughs> I feel like you couldn't yeah. keep it in either. Yeah, but no, it was done so authentically. Like, that was re- of my real reaction. Mm. Like, I actually didn't, I was like... What? What? Does that mean I'm the, like that was real? Like, and I I get how they did that now. Um, and I love that we redid that again last night. Like, I got yeah. to do that twice, and it was, yeah, it's, it's still really, really buzzy. But yeah, love you, Stephen. We on. Oh. <laughs> how, how's the Stephen though? Right? I, I felt him. Like, I was. I just kept looking at him. Like, we're good. We've he started was crushed up and, afterwards. I know. I, know. Like I think it was a lot. I think just like. Especially being, um, you know, at an event and everyone's there and you're with cast and, you know, we were like, this is a moment for us and we find out there and then. But, yeah, we're on. I think we just needed to process it. I still haven't even processed it. I've got my phones going off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you slept? Uh, I've had about three or four hours, but this is so, like, the normal to me, mum life. <laughs> I can't <laughs> handle how good you look for three or four oh, hours. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm a lip still all right. Like, you we, look good. Like, uh, can we talk about the eyelashes for a moment? <laughs> the people uh, at home cannot see, but oh, yeah, my goodness. I know, they're bougie. Um, Ashellen. <laughs> yeah, she, I've been doing lashes for, like, I, lashes just you feel good and when mm-hmm. I feel good then I look good feel good she does all the things I get it done and yeah we win the apprentice we all <laughs> <laughs> yeah no lashes are part of my life I can't like yeah I'm thrilled don't mess with my time money or lashes I think that's what they had on my little <laughs> apprentice thing but it's true I'm like, if anyone gets in my lash appointment like I can't get through tomorrow <laughs> so, so dramatic last night when Mike was addressing the crowd he mentioned that it doesn't necessarily come across on screen uh, due to all the editing, of course, but that this was, for you guys, just such an intense and really kind of personal journey mm-hmm. for each and every contestant and obviously for you and Stephen more than anyone. What is it that you want to let people know about your time on The Apprentice that you think they won't know? Um, basically, when you're... So for me, like... We're really out of our comfort zone. Like, are we? We walked in there kind of, well, I'd never watched the show, but like before, I'd never, I'd never watched the episode. I should have done my homework, but I didn't have the time. I was literally trying to hand over my business. Uh, but I, I'm glad I didn't because that was all me out of my comfort zone. And, um, you know, you're, you're separated from your families and friends and everything that empowers you and hypes you up. So at the end of the day, you only got yourself. Um, you're away from your phone, which was for me. Um, hard. I was fully addicted to my phone and didn't realise how addicted I am. And so um, no access to social media, nothing? Nothing. I had to hand over everything, like, my whole life. Like, wow. I, I even had to be like, hi, bank. Um, yeah, you need to hand over everything to my dad because I'm about to go on a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of thing. But it was, um, like, yeah, 
I wasn't allowed to tell anyone like where I was. Like so, I just told everyone I was like at a rehab. I got people like, "What is she doing?" I'm like, I'm not lying. It's social media rehab. So I disappeared, and then I got to come back, and I was like, "Jokes!" I was on The Apprentice. Stunned. Amazing. Do you know what some of the other contestants told their families and friends? Oh, um, someone on holiday. um, I don't. I think they were able to disappear. Um, I think Kennedy City was in Queenstown, but I don't know how long they lasted him. (laughs) Because we're very, we, you know, we're all on social media and suddenly like disappearing. Yeah, but I don't think people picked up too much because, um, yeah, it was kind of like that boom, that rela- release day, and like you see who was on the apprentice, and then they're like, oh, okay. But you get the ones who try to t- like figure out how long you're gone for. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm just like, stop being nosy, just watch the show. Okay? <laughs> so when you're like on the show, you you come, you know, you're you are lighting up the room. You've just just a ball of confidence and energy, and it's so infectious. But on some level, like. It would be inhuman not to like have doubts, and you come into that situation, and there's everyone else there is there because they believe is there because they they got cast too. At what point did you sort of start to think I could maybe take this thing? Um, so I had that attitude like walking in first day, I'm about to win it, like this is on, here I am, everyone know who I am, I'm Janice, let's get it. Um, and then it kind of like you're in there, and um, you know, challenge after challenge, and then you're, they're feeling the pressure, like you're, you're you know, like you just. Like, yeah, out of your cup of zone, no phone, no friends. You've got to make friends with your comp- competition. We become family. Then you're working together. And then they switch your teams. So, like, when the girls and the boys had to switch, like, it was all hush-hush. I don't want anyone to know what we're working on because mm. we're, like, actual working. Um, and then, like, then the competition starts to really, like, kick in. And, like, and then I, yeah, for me, you know, I'm confident, like, I always, I got really? in the bag. Like, I, 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 I love myself, all good. But like a lot, like especially the last, I think, I don't know, last five episodes, that was me like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting fired. I'm getting fired. Like that real, like the, the, the self um, negative, like negative talk. I was like, hadn't heard those voices before. Like, who's that in my head? Like, you know, I had to really hype myself up, and they, we had a therapy in there, um, so I definitely reached out to um, therapy because I'm like, I don't want to predict my shit on anyone else, um, but yeah, we on. And um, yeah, you really, at the end of the day, have yourself, and I really battled through. There were a lot, like, those boardrooms were scary. Oh my yeah, because Cassie was in on the podcast previously, mm. and she told us that the cameras were all behind, like, the windows. windows. <laughs> so so the boardroom environment really feels like boardroom. an actual boardroom. And, like, you're sitting there and your hands are shaking. And then I'm, like, trying to, like, look good for every angle. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk but, about like, um, the receptionist outside? Oh, Ignacio. Do you, do you speak to Ignacio? Yeah, his name's Ignacio. Hey. <laughs> He's so great. Do you speak to him in any kind of professional capacity? Yeah, he, um, <laughs> yeah, he was, like, part of the team. Like, he was part of production. We'd see him every day, like... It was cool. Like we, we were all like like great. And I hear like he was had his like kind of role of the yeah, typing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey messaging boy. <laughs> <laughs> was it plugged in? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <wanna drink. laughs> got the phone. I need to reach out. Um, so yeah. was, he, was he part of the crew? Yeah, he was. And then uh, come come boardroom day. Yeah, he, he, had, on he the had lots of roles. He had all the things. He oh. was like, you know, you know, he, yeah, oh my god, it was really a lifestyle. We had <laughs> people doing things for us, you know, driving us around like we were like top secret little babies I loved it I, I milked every moment and I got home and I was like wait where's my catering <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say from being looked after to going back to children to real life yeah oh uh, wow well I was lucky enough um 
Yeah, oh my God, that last episode, I'm triggered. It reminds me of that day. But uh, when it all packed up, it was actually real sad after when you see the production taking everything out of the house, like it was all packed down. Um, but they, so they were driving me home and they were like, oh, Vanessa, we just have to stop off at, um, to pick up a key. And I was like, why? Like, can you not take me home? I want to see my kids. And I pulled into the Park Hyatt and I was like triggered because I was just there at top three mm, remembering mm. those interviews. And I looked over, it was my partner, and I just like ran out. I was like, oh, they surprised me. Aww. Yeah, I know. So I had like three days to, um, or two nights actually, which is huge. We never get time together. I got to unlo- unwind, and I'm, I'm glad I did because it was a real emotional yeah. journey. And um, then I got to go home and see my kids and be like, refreshed. Hi, I'm going to post up the video of me coming home. It's so Aww. beautiful of me and my kids. I've literally like, Bully my eyes out. I love that. I love that I'm making everyone cry. Can it was we? such an emo show yeah. in the end. It was like both real funny and real emo. It's a hard, hard balance to get. Mm. Hey, just speaking of that, that, those Park Hyatt interviews where they kind of went quite hard on your plan and your financials and so on. Oh, my God. Like, I felt at times like that was a bit unfair because things, your business is going. It's like off and running and it's really successful by any metric. And it just kind of kind of irks me a bit the sense of like these you know couple of them quite quite old yeah. old white dudes just just telling you this young you know young woman of color like how to how to run your business but the business is running like how did that feel for you um oh so for me to be honest like, I that business in 69 pages eh, whatever it was 67 <laughs> um I was like so hyped to get that that was actually my goal like I obviously wanted to win it but I just wanted someone to look at it because mm. I'd never done one before and mm. I didn't realize I had to do a business plan and um, I I did the business plan the day before I went to the house, so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> so it's even just the day before it was actually commendable. I didn't know how to do it. Like, I don't know anything. Like, actual. I just winged it. I just tried, and I and I loved it. And there were so much cool parts of it. Um, there were typos. Love that. And But then there were all the plans. It was like a five-year plan of where I want my brand to be, right, the rebrand and things. So um, when they were, like, picking me apart, like, I was, like, slowly, like, dying on my seat. Like... <laughs> But I, I carried myself well, and I yeah. think I like you know just nodded my head. But um, yeah, I die when I watch this, watch it back. <laughs> I, like especially, but I learned so much. Like the feedback I got from that, I'm so grateful because I took that in. Like I took that into the the finals and into my pitch, and it saved me. Like it literally taught me so much in business and everything that I did. It said in that pitch I've been doing while the show has been airing. So I was able to launch. My DIY balloon boxes last night. Amazing. Like, you know, so it was a, a learning curve and I, it was hard, but, you know, I'm so grateful because it actually just shows, like, that was, like, that's me. That's who I am. sure there's going to be so many other people that can relate. Like, they asked me what I want to do with the money. And I'm like, I don't know, buy that. And, like, legit, that's actually what I was going to do. <laughs> We're running out of time, but I've got okay. two key questions for you. And on the van, one of them is, have you looked into what kind of van you're going to get? We're quite invested in the van. Mm, well, I well yeah, Ford Transit would be my van. They've got the high tops. So yep. I can fit more balloons. Yes. <laughs> I really want a Mercedes because I'm a British. I bitch. know because <laughs> those black Mercedes vans. I feel I like know. they could just break one off. For I know. You, you and know? I was like, in a Mercedes van, like like literally every like on the show, I'm like, surely, surely you got a hustle. That's yeah. yeah. just your thing. Saying, like, the black and the pink and. Take Mercedes, if you're listening to this, you know, you go. We on. Take Mike with you. He'll sort it on a hey, handshake. Surely. <laughs> we, have a huge, we have a huge Mercedes listenership, actually. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> My second question for you yeah. is more of a statement, really. The moment where I felt like you had won the show was my favourite moment of the entire season. 
when Stephen ran over the plaque <laughs> that Holmes did. <laughs> and you saved that moment because had you not come in there and hyped him up, <sighs> that challenge would have been over for you guys. No, I just so remember like looking over. I thought he hurt himself. Mm. I was like, oh my God, we're going to... He did. I was, His like, soul. His soul was broken at that point. <laughs> and he's like, plaque, and I'm like... It's fine, we can fix it. All good. I know how to fix it. It's like 10 bucks. I don't know. I just said anything just yeah. to like get them back on. Yeah. Um, I know that's just what I do. It's my nature. That's how I lead. And like, that's what I like. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. That's me. That's why I want it. It's <laughs> yeah. a yeah. lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And like, yeah, that's where the team, yeah, came in. It was beautiful. Love I, you, Stephen. I want to ask you about copywriting your catchphrases. I know. I, I need to do that. How do I do that? We've got an IP lawyer. I'll okay. introduce you. <laughs> It's a lifestyle. It's really <laughs> permeated the culture, I think. Like, Kipira said it to me. Did you see that on the show? He said it, Vanessa, it's a lifestyle. And I was like, I love that. <laughs> 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 you. Should a new Mike Kiro. Honestly, it's just so good to have this newly minted celebrity in New Zealand mm-hmm. and it be you Yay. with everything that you bring. Uh, it's been so great to have you on oh, the show. Thank you. Guys. I love this. If you guys need a new host. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly. I mean, we are Jane was late. I'm so. faking. I'm yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for coming on to The Real Pod and thank you so much for just being such an amazing presence on our screens. We have loved this season so, so very much. Love that. Quite emotional when it's over. We're all friends out. We're all friends. We're all friends. friends. all the things together. (laughs) Thank you, Nina. And once more, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Kia ora. We on. Let's get it. Kia ora e te iwi, te Ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.